Ladies and gentlemen, live from the world's most beautiful city, San Francisco, California, Ring Talk, your inside look into the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. I expose people to magic. I expose them to something they're never otherwise going to see in their boring, normal lives, and I gave that to them. Ring Talk on Sports Byline is brought to you by the World Boxing Organization and ringtalk.com. That's how I roll. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in history. Radical people like Sean Penn and Mel Gibson and Colin Farrell and Pedro Fernandez. Radical people. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, your inside look in the world of boxing and MMA, brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. Straight up, my name is Pedro Fernandez, I am the reigning, the defending, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio race, and speaking of heavyweights, we'll have the heavyweight champion on today, that's right. Out of the UK, I'm talking about Tyson Fury, the WBO heavyweight champion, 25 and 0, set to take on the former champion, the aged one. I'm talking about the 1996 Olympic gold medalist, Vladimir Klitschko. Him and Tyson Fury going again in July for the WBO title in Wembley Stadium. We'll talk about that and a lot more today. We've got two hours of combat sports. We'll talk boxing for hour number one, hour number two, mix a little boxing, a little MMA, a little pro wrestling together. Put it all together, folks. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the longest-running fight show in history, 32-plus years now, in the making. And, yes, we have open phone lines. If you'd like to join us on the toll for you can. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. The Skype line is happening as well, and that addresses Sports Byline and the number two. And, then of course, the uh, the Twitter thing. Yeah, we tweet. We tweet around here. The Twitter thing's happening is at Ring Talk, R-I-N-G-T-A-L-K. Well, the WBC heavyweight title fight that was supposed to take place May 21st in Russia it ain't happening. Guess why? Doping! Doping! VADA, the Voluntary Anti-Doping Association, headed by Dr. Margaret Goodman, the former doctor with the Nevada State Athletic Commission, has caught Alexander Povetkin with two dirty samples. So the fight with him and Deontay Wilder is off on May 21st. No HBO fight on May 21st. Straight up, big disappointment. But then again, he's Russian. Ooh, what am I trying to say there? Come on! You know they're all cheating over there. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Unless I'm right. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. 
Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. Attention. If you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Hartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. iHeartRadio loves music. So let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists. All free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Boxing is an unnatural act. Because everything in it is backwards. You want to move to the left. You don't step left. You push on the right toe. To move right, you use your left toe. Instead of running from the pain like a sane person would do, you step into it. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Can't you keep out of trouble? Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Lots of sex machines on the streets of San Francisco today. It was a beta breakers race. It was like 32,000 people getting this foot race, and they run from the ferry building out to the beach. Uh, it was a pretty good race. I've never done it, but it's a pretty good race, and as I said, 30,000 people. What they do is they shut the damn city down. No traffic. I mean, you can't get across town. You just can't. You're sort of stuck on one part of town. You can't get past the police barrier. So I had to park my car three miles from the studio and walk the three miles. Am I moaning? Am I bitching? Yes, I am. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. And the SFPD, of course, my former employer, and one guy said, no, you can't cross here. I go, man, if let me cross here. It'll save me two blocks. So he let me do that. So the bottom line was they were pretty good to me. They, they saved me from going an extra couple of blocks around the uh, world. It seemed like I was walking all over the world. The bottom line is time to talk boxing. Let's go to Japan before I bring in uh, bring this fighter from Japan to the United States. I'm talking about 
2012 Olympic gold medalist, uh, Karayota Murata. Pretty good fighter. Now, 10 and 0, 7 KOs. The first gold medalist out of the, uh, the Island of the Sun, what, since like 1945, something like that. 1950, somewhere around there. Anyway, the bottom line is he's now down to middleweight. He was weighing 165, I think, as an amateur. Now to 160. Scored a TKO over a pretty good Brazilian fighter in Santos Prezosa. Came in 13-1. Obviously, left 13-2. 11 KOs. 159 of, uh, that's what he weighed. I'm talking about the Brazilian. The fight was called at 250 of the fourth round. And this was in Hong Kong. So he's from Japan. He's from Japan. Now he's going to come to the United States. He's going to fight on the 23rd of July. And guess who's topping this card? It's a WBO pay-per-view card uh, brought to you by Bob Arum's top rank. Terrence Bud Crawford, 28-0, no 20 KOs. Of course, the reigning 140-pound world champion, WBO champion, of course, out of Omaha, Nebraska. That's what the steward is called. It's a long story. Anyway, Omaha, Nebraska. Anyway, He's going to meet the Iceman, Victor Postal, 28-0 as well, 20-12 KOs. Not the big puncher that uh, that Crawford is. Crawford's probably pound for pound the best boxer right now going. I think uh, Crawford would have been a good uh, pick to beat Floyd Mayweather if they were to fight now or they were to fight like six or eight months ago. I just think he's the guy right now. He's coming into his own. I mean, he really is. Got a little bit of an attitude, but you got to. You've got to have a little bit of an attitude, I think, to be world champion. The only guy I knew that never had any attitude at all and we've had him on the show in the past, was Orlando Canizales. I mean, that guy's just, I couldn't, if the guy, if some guy called his mother a dirty name, you know what he'd see? He'd probably beat the guy up. But he'd say, I feel sorry for the guy. I mean, that's just the way Orlando was. Orlando, hard to believe that he's the longest reigning world bantamweight champion of all time, 118 pounds, of course, eclipsing the great Panama, Al Brown, and all those good guys, but straight up, not a mean bone in his body outside of the ring. So Murata's going to be on this card with, uh, with Postal and... Uh, and my man Crawford topping the card, of course. There's also some other fights on the card. W.O. number 22, 126-pound contender. Oscar Valdez, 19-0, 17-kills. He's on the card. Matias Ruedas, 26-0, 23-kills. He's on the card. And, as I said, my man, Ryota Murata. And hopefully, he's going to make a mark. You know, because the Japanese really get behind their fighters over there, folks. They really do. I mean, it's it's we don't see it in the United States. You just don't know what it's like to really have a following. I mean, last week or a fortnight ago, the WBO 122-pound champion, Nondito Donner, drew 23,000 people in his native Philippines. 23,000 people. When's the last time 23,000 people showed up to a fight here in the U.S.? Can you tell me? Maybe at one of those stadiums for Manny Pacquiao or something like that. But outside of that, not too happening. But they can do it over in the Philippines because boxing is so rich in their tradition, so rich in their blood, okay? And, of course, Donner having to live in the shadows of Manny Pacquiao for a long time. I mean, anything Nonito did from 2007 on when he knocked out Victor Chinian, knocked him out 7707. That's right. That's right. July 7th, 2007. Knocked him. I didn't knock him out in the seventh round, though. Um, but he knocked him out, and he knocked him out cleanly. I mean, Barchinian went to sleep. Darchinian did not even know he was knocked out. What are you talking about knocked out? I wasn't knocked out. Anyway, Donaire should have been shot to superstardom at that point in time. But he had to live in the shadow of the Pac-Man, Manny Pacquiao. Not easy to do. I mean, Pacquiao, the best fighter ever to come out of the Philippines, pound for pound. We all know that. But um, Donaire's not that far behind. Donaire's a good fighter, man. Donaire's mo- moved up from like 112 pounds to 122 pounds. He made the mark. He made the move to 126. That was unsuccessful. You realize that they're too big at 126. You know, you have to realize it's only four pounds. There's people say, oh, man, it's only four pounds. What's the big thing? You know, you know I moved up eight pounds one time. I got spanked. Okay, it's just the way the size was. Size is everything sometimes, especially when you match two evenly skilled fighters. Uh, a guy with a little bit of size, if they're evenly matched and they, they both got relatively uh, comparative skills, guess what? The bigger guy's probably going to prevail just because he is the bigger guy. Okay, But 
now at 122 pounds, you just look what he took out Zolt uh, Burdak. That was a couple of weeks ago, and they crushed him in a knockout. Of course, looking to do things in Dubai or, again, in the Philippines. Possibly the Dubai fight, man, that's big money over there. You know, unfortunately, when I was over in Dubai, was it 2011, I got fleeced for about $12,000. You guys remember that, right? I went over there to do that boxing gig, and uh, Harold Smith took me for twelve grand. Remember that? You know, well, yeah, I probably don't remember that. Anyway, the bottom line was Dubai was not good to me, and I tried to report this to the Dubai government, and Harold turned things around on me. And anyway, bottom line was they didn't do a thing. He stole money, stole money off my credit card, uh, took money off my bank card. I mean, it was it was a nasty, nasty thing. It all came out of Dubai, and guess what? The Dubai government would do nothing, even though the FBI said do something. But that is that's what it's all about. Anyway, money. Yeah, sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. Well, let's go back to the fact that Povetkin tested positive for a steroid or a banned steroid or a, a banned drug. I think the drug was banned as of January 1st. I think it was a, a fatigue-enhancing drug, and uh, it helps you with your blood, blood, blood vessels. It makes them bigger and things like that. So I guess it helps you with fatigue and, and your conditioning and be able to go to the route. And, this, and Povetkin, of course, coming to us from Russia, he was in a fight at home in Russia, and, of course, Russia— at the center of this this doping controversy, I mean, you know, the, the Putin and his people are behind it. I mean, you've heard those 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 brave athletes come out and say, "Yeah, this is the way it was. They were government sponsored programs, government sponsored drugging programs where guys were getting steroids, performance enhancing drugs." That's why in the seventies, I take it back, the late sixties, the chicks from the Soviet Union, they 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 all had like hair on their chin because they were giving them so much male steroids. You know, now they've got the steroids down, designer steroids and things like that, but. They got him for the males and the females, but both male and female gymnasts said this week on television, I watched it, I was like blown away by it as they went through the entire Russian doping process, how it's approved from the top, how it's covered up, how they test for it, how they uh, substitute tests sometimes. I mean, they went all through it. Of course, we know that that happens here in the United States. But Povetkin, hmm, not too smart. I mean, even though he's fighting at home, he volunteered to do this thing with Vada the Voluntary Anti-Doping Association, headed by the very competent and capable Dr. Margaret Goodman, who keeps stiffing me on appearances. We've got to get Margaret on the show. Of course, she runs VADA. She's a former uh, physician with the Nevada State Athletic Commission. Her and her, her co-partner for life, I guess, Dr. Flip Homansky. Flip was the head doctor for a long time, but those two were like A and B when it came to doctors in Nevada, okay? And then Nevada sort of uh, went in another direction and politics got involved and, and Margaret and Flip were on the outs, okay? And then they started this Voluntary Anti-Doping Association, and I think it's a great thing because we need somebody out there that's going to be able to be uh, responsible and you're going to have some, how can I put this? You've got to have some, you've got to be valid. And, and Margaret's, uh, Bar- Margaret has validity. She's, a, she's a, like a brain surgeon, okay? I mean, she's an amazing doctor. She really is down there in Las Vegas very highly regarded in their field, uh, and FLIP as well. Okay, so the two of them put it together. They're both highly respected medical professionals, okay? And they've both been involved in the boxing game for a long time, and they both know what performance-enhancing drugs can do in a, a matter of combat sports. We're not talking about tennis. We're not talking about golf. This isn't Tiger Woods, okay? This is possibly a heavyweight of 240 pounds on steroids, or maybe a fighter 125 pounds on steroids, and he's fighting a guy that, uh, that can't recover as fast as he can from a, uh, a cardiovascular point of view. What am I trying to say? <clears throat> Put it to you like this. Not only do you take steroids to build up your muscles, make them snap a little better and things like that, but you can take human growth hormone, and what that does is it rolls your clock back to an extent. In fact, I think Barry Bonds told somebody, remember Barry Bonds? 
the guy that was rumored to have taken steroids for Victor Conti, my old buddy down there at Balco Labs. Anyway, Barry said that when the ball was coming at him, he when he was on HDH, he could see the when seams really on the baseball. Look- the seams on the baseball. Can you believe that? The seams on the baseball. That is absolutely crazy. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. Call 877-499-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So cancel the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 877-499-MY-TV. Right now, to sign up for packages starting as low as $24.99 and there's no equipment to buy. You get free HD TV upgrade, a free DVR upgrade, and free professional installation you control what you watch when you watch it record your favorite shows pause and rewind live tv even skip the commercials watch local channels too at just $24.99 what are you waiting for pull out your major credit or debit card call 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV cancel the cable cut costs and get more call now 877-499-MY-TV that's 877-499-MY-TV Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Attention, if you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Heartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Just what do you think of him as a fighter, huh? 
Well, his footwork's lousy. He can't count a punch. His timing stinks. And he doesn't breathe properly. But you'll like him as a person. Well, he has a nice smile. We have a little fun here. We do. Of course, we have each little fun each time we come on the radio, be it here or Saturday nights on the Johnny Talking His All-Star Shows, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Saturday nights, two hours of comedy and sports with a little bit of an attitude. Surprise? No. Attitude and radio? Never happened. Anyway, the bottom line is I am Pedro Fernandez. Here, of course, the undisputed heavyweight champion of the radio airways. We're talking about some of the world, uh, some of the happenings in the world of boxing. Now we switch to the middleweight division. Of course, the king right now is Johnny Golovkin, or is he? The actual linear champion is Saul Alvarez. Of course, he's out of Mexico. They call him Canelo. He's 47-1. Golovkin's 35-0, like 32 knockouts. And, of course, we've got the WBO champion, Billy Joe Sanders, 23-0, the Gypsy, the upstart, the dark horse here, the Southpaw out of uh, the U.K. But, you know, looking at these ratings, I mean, we've got a good thing going here at middleweight. But, really, the middleweight situation, it needs to be settled in the ring, not politically, okay? A guy that knows something about Gennady Golovkin, though, he tailed, he, he uh was on the, the wrong end of a right hand last week, is my next guest. Straight up, Mr. Amir Khan. This is Coogan Kessis for Alpha TV and Association Macklin's Jim Marbar. I'm still in Las Vegas with me. I've got Amir Khan. Amir, disappointing night for you. First of all, how are you? I'm good, thanks. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not too bad. Obviously, the, the night didn't go as planned. Um, we made a few mistakes in there. And um, obviously, you know, everything was going fine. And it's just boxing. Sometimes you get caught with a big shot. And I just ran into a big shot of Canelo. We know Canelo was a very big puncher. And... Obviously, um, I took some in the early rounds. I took some big shots from him and, you know, kind of recovered well and obviously went in the corner and Virgil gave me the right instructions. But, you know, I blame myself. End of the day, look, it's um, got no one else to blame. Um, and I just want to wish Kanal all the very best in the future. I made that jump. Maybe it was a little bit too much. Maybe it was a bit too high. But, I mean, it's all just great experience for me. And, you know, I won't be one day thinking what would have happened if I moved up away, you know. So I just think that... It's happened now, and we go back to drawing board, and I'll sit down with my team, Al Heyman, Virgil, and everyone, and we'll see what, what moves we make next. You're winning the fight after five rounds on most people's uh, scorecards. What do you remember about that sixth round and the, the punch, which you called a, a monster punch? Yeah, I mean, it was a monster punch. Uh, everything was put in it. You know, I, I do remember um, I was moving. I mean, as soon as I dropped that, I mean, Virgil was saying to me, keep that left hand high uh, and keep it, keep it out as well. As soon as, obviously, I, I, I bought it back in, uh, that's when he caught me over the top. So, you know, these are just little things. Um, as soon as you take your eye off something or you just stop doing something, you know, you can get caught straight away. So, but, you know, it was a very big punch. I mean, I think the punch that I would have definitely hurt a lot of people uh, and, and, and knocked a lot of people out. Um, but, you know, I, t- I took it and, obviously, um, the referee stopped the fight there. But, you know, I do remember the ho- everything in the round and even what happened before that as well. Is the ideal scenario for you to move back down to 147 now? Um, I think, you know, I think it would be, yeah. I mean, look, um, I don't know what way... I mean, uh, rumours are Canelo was weighing around about like 180 plus in the in the fight. I was only like 161, 162. So I think my ideal weight is probably 147 pounds. Um, but, you know, I'm not arguing about that. Look, I, I took the challenge. I'm the one who said I want to take the fight. And it's, it, obviously I fell short. So, But we're just going to go back to drawing board and we're going to see where we go from here, really. And like I said, a lot of people would like to see you back in the UK fighting. Um, haven't fought there for since the Diaz fight. Yeah, I'd love to go back to the UK. Imagine you know bringing big names. I mean, obviously, my stocks have definitely risen after this fight, and I think taking a big fight like 
maybe someone like Miguel Cotto or maybe Manny Pacquiao to England. I mean, how big, how big a fight would that be? You know, so I want to be end of the year, hopefully, to take a big fight to England. Just finally, do you think Canelo will go on and fight Triple G now? I hope so. I mean, he needs to, really. But, I mean, that's up to them, you know. I think it's what boxing needs. And, you know, like I jumped up and, um, you know, I fought the best. I think Canelo needs to do the same thing and fight the best, really, at his own way, really. So that's up to him and his team, you know, obviously. Um, I'm not one to say. Hey man, thanks for talking to us and like I said, you didn't discredit yourself at all and showed a lot of balls in there last mm-hmm. night, so on to the next. Yeah, on to the next thing is then obviously when we sit down with the team we'll know where we go from here. Hey Amir Khan, thanks for talking to right, our TV. Cheers mate. Amir Khan, man, I don't know. You've been knocked out three times now, you said it was a monster punch, things like that. And why did they stop the fight? The referee stopped the fight, sort of questioning the referee. I think he was like snoring. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Like that, like asleep at a club. If somebody hit him over the head with a billy club and he went to sleep. I mean, it was, it was, it was a convincing knockout. Why Amir Khan would sit there and do that? And here, another thing about Amir Khan, okay, and I respect the kid. I really thought he was, a, like I said, the prodigy coming out of the Olympics. I thought he was going to be a, a fantastic professional. But you never can, you know, determine what a guy's chin can and can't take. Well, Amir Khan's chin doesn't hold up that well. We talked about it with Paco Valcarcel a couple of months ago of the WBO. He talked about the chin. Other people have talked about the chin. I mean, Three knockout losses now in four in four fights. I mean, the only decision he ever lost was Lamont Peterson. That was in D.C. That was a bit shaky. But he got knocked out by Danny Garcia, upstart Bradis Prescott out of Columbia. And, of course, uh, now um, now Canelo Alvarez knocks him out. Now, whether he moved up or not, yeah, that took a took some intestinal fortitude, uh, but it also took a lot of money. They gave him a lot of money. Amir Khan made a lot of money. He got the, the television rights, I think, to the Middle East or a good significant portion of them, a significant portion of the pay-per-view and the uh, – and the television proceeds from the UK and Europe. So he made a lot of money. I would say that Amir Khan probably made in excess of 8 to $10 million. How can he do that? Because he's got the following. When you got the following, he's got like a million people on Facebook or Twitter or something like that. When you got that kind of following, look at Donald Trump. Look what a Twitter following did to him. He might be president of the United States. Anyway, Amir Khan, history now is, I think, as far as a, a middleweight is concerned, a junior middleweight, not really, a welterweight, well, at welterweight, he looked a little thick. You know, maybe he can go back to 140. No, he can't make 140 and make the weight. So he's basically stuck in between divisions. He'll never be an upper echelon fighter as far as winning a world title is concerned or beating the very best at 147 or 54. He just can't do it, man. Because, you know, at the end of the day, if your chin doesn't hold up, it just doesn't hold up. Now, looking around the other middleweight, towards the other middleweights, of course, we've got Gennady Golovkin, 35-0, and 32 KOs. Billy Joe Sanders, 23-0. and Hans Sanders, the WBO champion. Golovkin, the... IBF and WBA champion. Listen, these sanctioning bodies, they need to put their fighters against one another. I know Paco's not scared to do it, not scared to put any of his guys against anybody. He's just willing to do that. He's willing to put the WBA champions on the line against the other sanctioning body champions to see who's the very best, which is sort of cool. Not everybody wants to do that. I mean, if his guy loses, his guy loses. Okay, if he loses, that's just the way it is. There's wins and there's losers. There's winners and there's losers in boxing, okay, but not in the ring per se. It's the fans. A lot of fans are on the losing end of a lot of stuff, having to buy fights basically on pay-per-view to an extent, and sometimes the quality of pay-per-view cards aren't worthy. I mean, I think this, this card that Aaron's put together, unless he charges 150 bucks for it on July 23rd, of course, with Bud Crawford, Terrence Crawford, the 28-0 uh, undefeated junior welterweight WBO champion, and unless that card goes for 100 bucks, that's, that's going to be a decent fight. It's going to be a decent card because Postel can fight. Postel will bring it. He's going to try to go after Crawford, okay? Whether he can get there or not is a different story, but he's going to try. He's really going to try. That, that'll probably be his, <clears throat> his undoing. But Billy Joe Sanders, no upcoming fights for him. Golovkin, 
and Canelo. We've talked about that. The WBC is supposedly mandating that, according to uh, different reports. We'll see what happens. Of course, it was the WBC that canceled that, that heavyweight title fight May the 21st in Russia because of the drugs uh, in, found in the system of Alexander Povetkin. And it really wasn't It wasn't an anabolic steroid. It was some fatigue drug. And what it was was a uh, it was banned on January 1st, but it wasn't banned prior to January 1st. So what he was trying to say was it was in the system from before, okay? And it probably didn't happen. It was probably in the system from, like, the day before, okay? The day before, not not the fight before or six months before. But he got caught. And it's no 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 new thing, as I said, talked about athletes coming out of Russia getting caught doing drugs. You know, got people here in the United States getting caught doing drugs. Listen, we talked about this before. We'll talk about it until the end of time. People are going to cheat in sports, in, in, in sport, in anything where there's an advantage to be gained, be it mon- monetarily or any otherwise, anywhere there's an advantage to be gained, people will cheat to get that advantage. This is the way it is. That's the nature of the human being. I'm sorry. It just is. I mean, had I gotten any steroids? Had I, had I been, I thought about that a couple times. Had, I, had, had steroids been available to me at my, at my point in time, would I have done it to try to step up to another level? Mm, probably not, because I'm was so i so scared as far as my body was a temple back then. I couldn't see myself putting any, any anabolic steroid. That, no, that, that would be, I can answer that real quick. No, no, it ain't happening. Speaking of happening, in about mm, three or four minutes, we'll bring in the world heavyweight champion, Tyson Fury. Of course, he had a, uh, a bad run in this week with the media where he talked about Jews, and he was very uh, anti-Semitic and anti-gay and anti-this, but we're not going to do that one. We interviewed him for another way. We got uh, Box Nation to go out and interview him for us, and we're going to talk about that with the heavyweight champion of the world. Of course, 25-0, taking on Vladimir Klitschko, the 1996 Olympic gold medalist out of uh, the Ukraine. Of course, the man, Dr. Steelhammer, but he's not Steelhammer anymore. You know what happened to him? Emmanuel Stewart died. That was, that was it. I'm telling you. Jonathan Banks, great trainer. Great trainer, great, you know, Emmanuel Stewart's protege, all that kind of good stuff. But he doesn't have the motivational skills that Emmanuel Stewart has. Emmanuel Stewart just has that. He has those motivational skills. He can get on you in the corner. I remember what he told Lennox Lewis that time when, when he thought that referee Eddie Cotton was trying to steal that Mike Tyson fight from him. He goes, this FF, that blah, 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 blah. You know, he, was, he got Lennox's attention. He sort of slapped him across the face a little bit, too, to get his attention. Emmanuel Stewart was a master in the corner. Master. Emmanuel Stewart's shortcomings, they were not as a corner man. They weren't as a trainer either. They were as a gambler. He liked to gamble a lot. In fact, he was a a bad guy as far as gambling was concerned because around Detroit, when he come back after a fight, after a Klitschko fight, he have to pay off a lot of guys with street bets. That's not cool. That's why you end up getting beat up or your family gets hurt and things like that. But they respected the gold father of Detroit. He paid off on all his bets. Unlike my cousin Jim, my cousin Jim, I'll never forget. He owed his bookie, get this, folks. He owed his bookie, what was it, 40000 bucks, and the bookie died. Serious forty grand. Oh God! Talk about it. Talk about a stroke of luck. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Tyson Fury in our next break. You're tuned to Ring Talk on Sports Byline. Experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. 
Plus, promote your site on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call now to get your website built for free. If after 30 days you're happy with your new website, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for just one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call 855-254-SITE. 855-254-SITE. 855-254-7483. Or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days. And anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Attention, if you're in the market for a power scooter to reclaim your freedom, we have great news. Hartway, one of the world's leading manufacturers, has new factory direct power scooters for as little as $39 a month. Now you can stay active and have the freedom that a power scooter can give you. For over 20 years, we've been building the best and most reliable power scooters in the marketplace. And now with our new direct-to-consumer division, we can offer you wholesale prices. Plus, with Hardway Care Service, you are always protected. You will not find a better power scooter for as little as $39 a month anywhere. And with free shipping, if you call today, you can have a new power scooter delivered to your door for free in days. Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. Pedro, let me, let me tell, let, let me tell you something, man. Congratulations on your long time in radio. You are your team and for your ratings, man. I was reading about that. I'm very uh, impressed with you, Pedro. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Boom. The great Rick Stevens and Amelia Castillo coming together for Down to the Nightclub. God, that was 1972, a long, long time ago. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing straight up. Uh, WBO Top 10 and IBF Top 10 heavyweight contender Joseph Parker, of course, out of New Zealand. 18-0, 16-KOs, trained by Kevin Barry. Remember Kevin Barry? Kevin Barry is famous for one thing. What is it? No, he's not the guy Kevin Barry in Mayberry RFD and that kind of good stuff. No, not that guy. Not that guy. Kevin Barry was the guy that was uh, that Evander Holyfield was fighting when he got disqualified in the 1984 Olympics. Remember that one where he got the bronze medal? We threw the punch after the referee yelled, stop, and boom, the punch was already going in the air, and it knocked Barry out, and Barry said, I'm not getting up. And, and of course, that was the disqualification of Evander Holyfield, the big controversy. And, of course, he did not get the gold medal. And Evander was one hell of an athlete. We know that. He went on to win the heavyweight title, the cruiserweight title, things like that. But, man, 
I'm telling this guy, Kevin Barry, he was he was one of those guys that will be like forever etched in history. I mean, when you watch boxing history and you watch the ascension of Evander Holyfield, who have, people have to consider, you know, one of the best heavyweights of all time. But then again, you put the asterisk next to his name because he was on performance enhancing drugs too. I mean, let's not deny it. Come on. You don't move. You don't make moves like that. I mean, remember he got the steroids delivered to his house by Federal Express that time. Remember that? Remember FedEx delivered those steroids to his house? What was his name that day? Evan Fields. He ends up signing an autograph and taking a picture with the FedEx guy. Yeah, not too smart when you're getting drugs in the mail. But here's a guy who says he's smart, and, said, and yet he does a lot of dumb things. Let's talk the current WBO heavyweight champion, Tyson Fury. Roll it. Tyson, your rematch with Vladimir Klitschko, is it going to be harder than the first time around? I think so, yeah, because now I'm the champion. I've got a lot more pressure on me. Before, I was expected to lose, and there was no pressure. It was all, everything was a bonus. But now, they know I can win. And it's if I've done, do the right stuff in the next fight, really, to see how it goes. Will you feel the pressure before this fight? Because as you say, no, let's be honest, none of us expected you to win out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I won't feel the pressure, no, because it's just a boxing match, isn't it? If I was going to feel the pressure, I'd have felt it in front of 50,000 Germans in in Dusseldorf, but I didn't. So I'm sure I'm not going to feel the pressure in front of 20,000 Brits. What has Vladimir got to do different to possibly beat you? He's got to knock me out this time. And he didn't manage to do it last time, but he nearly did. A couple of times, but he just didn't quite. But if he's going to be successful this time, he's going to knock me out. How much of a relief is it for you to have home advantage? It's good because I wasn't going to go back to Germany, no matter what. So it's very, very, very... I'm very happy with the home advantage. You know, it's only due, isn't it? I went over there to the champion. He's got to come back to the champion. So what? You say you won't go there, but you won there last time on points. Don't tempt fate twice. That's what I say. You get away with it once, don't do it again. It's like doing a bank robbery. If you get away with it once, don't go back for a second, the next day for a second robbery. God almighty. If you'd had a choice, would you have fought a rematch or would you have gone somewhere else? Um, I'd have fought the rematch because it's the most money fight, basically, and he's the biggest name still. So a lot of people talk a good fight, but if I was a free agent ready to fight anybody then there'd be a lot less talk because they know I'm in a contract to fight somebody else to let their mouth go a bit. It's sort of like standing behind a lot of bars, a lot of prison guards or whatever, and then you're giving it to Biggin. But if you were there by yourself, you wouldn't really do that. And also, I don't know how you feel. Your dad seems quite upset the respect you might have been given in the media. What's yeah, your thoughts on that? To be honest, it is what it is. I'm a traveller. I ain't never going to have the public's love. So I ain't really bothered, to be honest. I'm the outlaw. That's my, that's my role. That's what I do. I'm the entertainer, I'm the controversial character. Let them be the role models, you know? I ain't a role model. I ain't someone that you can learn to be. You, just, you either got it or you haven't. When you say I've got the love, you don't think you'll get the love in Manchester when you fight Klitschko in front really. of 20,000? They probably want me to get beat. I haven't got an hometown, like I said before. There is no hometown. Wherever I live is my hometown. But you're still, you know, the British fighter who's beaten one of the still, best British fighters, one of the best world here. champions in the last 50 years you've beaten. Yeah, I'm still born and raised here, Lived here, been to school here, pay me tax here, but I'm an ethnic minority, so I've been told. I'm not British, I'm not English, I am something else, so why would I want to uh, impress somebody that I'm not even a part of? Do you feel there's too much of a love in them with Anthony Joshua? No, 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 no. He's the he's top bloke, isn't he? You know, former criminal, former drug dealer, former violent, violent crimester, turned his life around, and he's become a champion boxer. What more could you want? Big, from London knockout artist. You don't want someone like me who's never been in trouble in their life, do you? It's not a very good story, is it? 
So it is what it is. Are you content now in life? Happy days. I'm a millionaire. I'm young. I'm rich. Good looking. I've got a nice wife. I've got three kids or two kids and one on the way. God's on my side. Although I swear, I've not got a bad heart. You know what I mean? So it's what it is. How good has it been being world heavyweight champion, the number one? Not changed a bit. Not changed as much as that finger. Nothing's changed. Live in the same house, drive the same car, got the same watch. This tracksuit was given to me. I've not had a free T-shirt since I've been world champion. Nothing. Nothing. But is, do you want that? Is that how you want it to continue? I'm not bothered. It is, it is as it is. I don't really care. They either love me or hate me. But still, you've got to beat me to get me out of the way. I'm one of them people who you just people just want to get out of the way and want to get smashed in, if you know what I mean. You think people want you to get smashed in? Will it ever happen? Well, it could do, because everyone can get smashed in, can't they? So... If it happens, it happens, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't really concern me, to be honest. After, after I beat Klitschko, I said, I don't care what happens. I said, if I lose my next ten fights, I don't really care. I've already done what I've got to do. You can ask me dad, my brothers, anybody. I wasn't really, I'm not really motivated for the next fight. It is what it is. I don't really too, too care about it. I could retire on the flash of a, a button. I don't really care. I've done what I set out to do. All this is just a bonus, isn't it? More spending money, you know what I mean? So it is what it is. I don't really care for win, lose, or draw, but I'm going to go. I'm going to put a fight up. So, do you think he could beat you then, Klitschko? Could do. Anyone can beat anybody. You've got to just land a good punch, and it's over, isn't it? Tyson Fury just telling him like it is, man. Land a good punch, and it is over. Of course, when you, especially when you're talking about big guys, heavyweights. Unfortunately, he couldn't land the big punch because he's not really a big puncher. He's a guy, although he's six foot like nine, six foot ten, whatever he is. His his height seems to be changing all the time. He always keeps getting taller. First he was 6'7", then he was 6'8", then he was 6'9". And Vladimir Klitschko, of course, comes in at 6'7". But, of course, he's the tallest heavyweight champion in history for a long time. And then Tyson Fury comes along and sort of dwarfs him. And that was the difference in that fight. I mean, that was a big difference in that fight was the size factor that Tyson Fury was bigger than Vladimir Klitschko. Vladimir never fought a guy bigger than him. It just wasn't in the books. I mean, who was bigger than him? Nobody. Maybe uh, Nikolai Valuev or something like that. He was seven foot and like 400 pounds. You know, I mean, he was like, I didn't want to get into the to uh, what he, he looked like a gorilla. He was a Russian gorilla. I remember Don King said to me one time, he said, Pedro, we're in L.A. at the Staples Center. And Pedro, he says, Pedro, man, he goes, get, can, you, can you make this guy sound good? I said, how am I supposed to make him sound good? He goes, you got a translator. How am I supposed to make a translator sound good? He goes, Pedro, you know exactly what to do. He wanted me to do what Roberto Duran's translator used to do. In other words, Roberto would say, yeah, uh, they'd ask Roberto a question like, um, you know, what was, uh, what, was, what was this guy's fighters like? What, was the, what do you like? What do you like him? I don't want to like anything about him. I think his wife's a whore and something like that. And you know, the translator say something like, oh, his wife's the most wonderful woman in the world, a nice glowing mother, all that kind of good stuff. So that's basically what Don wanted me to do with, with, uh, with Valuev. But Valuev just had no personality. He was like interviewing a, a cardboard cutout, seven foot one inch cardboard cutout so that didn't happen and not even the magic Pedro Fernandez could put that together not way no how of course Povetkin's 30 and 1 he's out of that fight May 21st with the 36 and 0 Deontay Wilder of course the bronze bomber 2008 Olympic bronze medalist now uh, honing his craft per se I mean when you look at the fact that he is starting to step up and fight better guys Povetkin was be the best guy he's ever fought and Povetkin a, a decent fighter I think the only fight he ever lost was Klitschko although he did lose that fight to Marco Huck for the WBO Cruiserweight title and sort of got, got over on that one. He got by on that one, but I thought Huck beat him, um, but he beat Huck. 
Anyway, Deontay Wilder, 36-0. Down there is Pulev, of course, Kubrat Pulev from Bolivia, I believe, or Bulgaria, 23-1. and Anthony Joshua, hmm, might be the most special of the uh, group. Maybe outside of this next contender. We'll get to him in just a second. We'll talk about Anthony Joshua, of course, the 2008, uh, 2012 Olympic gold medalist from the U.K., 26 years old. An Orthodox fighter means he's right-handed, of course, out of the U.K. Um, the next guy on the line, right after him, I think is a fighter they call King Kong. And, you know, here's another guy I think they've got to follow around with a urine sample. But it, as long as they do, more power to him. I think he can fight. We'll talk about 37-year-old Luis Ortiz, formerly out of Cuba. Now living, obviously, in the United States. 25-0. and 0, Big puncher. Throws uppercuts, folks. I mean, <clears throat> really nice uppercuts. I mean, back in the 60s and the 70s, you would see people like Buster Mathis and Joe Frazier and guys like that. I mean, they threw uppercuts inside. They were smaller heavyweights, and they threw uppercuts inside. Well, nobody's thrown an uppercut in boxing as far as the heavyweight division is concerned since Mike Tyson went out. Seriously, I take that back. Uh, Buster Douglas tried to throw a, an uppercut from the outside against Evander Holyfield. Remember what happened with that? Ba-boom, Holyfield connected, and that was all she wrote. But nobody's really done that since Tyson. Speaking of Tyson, doing wonders, isn't he? Turning his life around. you got to give him some props, man. I'm happy for him, although he blasted all over Manny Pacquiao a few weeks ago for Manny being anti, uh, anti, anti-gay and all that kind of good stuff. And, and I brought up the fact that I think I met, mentioned this in the past that when I interviewed Pacquiao the first time in 2001, it was in 2001? Yeah, 2001, I believe, in San Francisco, California at the Holiday Inn on A Street. Um, he had some gay people in his entourage. I mean, his entourage called it with his little crew. He had gay people in his little crew. So what's the big thing about, I mean, all of a sudden, like, He's taboo on gay people because he's running for the Senate and he's going to be president someday. Speaking of president, did you hear about that Filipino president? He makes Donald Trump seem like, uh, as far as like saying outlandish things are concerned, I heard him quote the other day. He said that there was a gang rape and he wished that he had been first. The president of the United, uh, of the United States, the president of the Philippines said that. Look at the rest of the heavyweights. There's another guy that got suspended for uh, performance enhancing drugs. That's Lucas Brown out of Australia. We'll see, 37 years old as well. Another old guy, 24-0, and 0, of course, held a version of the WBA title. Luis Ortiz held a version of the WBA title. And, of course, Ortiz, a former um, Flintstone Vitamins guy. In other words, he's been caught with performance-enhancing drugs as well. So let me look at this. Tyson Fury, let's rank him number one. <clears throat> let's go with Klitschko's number two. Number three, Povetkin's out. Number three is going to be uh, Deontay Wilder right now, okay, who I think will probably beat Klitschko because Klitschko can't pull the trigger anymore. Pulev, we're going to move him down. Anthony Joshua, we're going to move him up. Joshua's number four right now. Joshua's a man, 16-0, big, tall guy. What did Tyson Fury say about him? He was a criminal, a former dope dealer, all this kind of good stuff. Well, he is what he is. Tyson Fury is a pretty off-the-wall guy. I mean, the stuff he said this week uh, in that other press conference that took place in his training camp was absolutely, like, not R-rated, X-rated. I mean, it's just this is going to get him in trouble with the BBC once again and, of course, the British Board of Boxing Control, not the – uh, not the news agency, but the British Board of Boxing Control. They went after him the last time. They fined him. They suspended him. But, you know, if, he, if they get too wise, he's a big enough guy. He could take his act and uh, have the Luxembourg Boxing Commission sanction the fight in Wembley Stadium. They did it in the past. So if he wants to mess around, and if they want to mess around with Tyson Fury as far as finding him was concerned for speaking all these crazy stuff, what can I say? They have the right to, but Tyson Fury also has the right to go with the Luxembourg Boxing Commission. So I'm looking at the rest of these heavyweights. There's nobody out there that stands out at all except Joseph Parker. 18-0, of course, 24 years old out of Las Vegas now, but originally out of New Zealand. Uh, pretty good fighter as an amateur, no doubt about that. But, I mean, look at the other names. Derek Chisora, Malik Scott, 
um, Bermain Stiverne, although Andy Ruiz, Andy Ruiz uh, fought last night. I don't know. What do you think about Andy Ruiz? It's like, what is he, like 300 pounds? He doesn't seem to be losing too much weight, does he? I mean, I really thought that he was going to be, be able to go to Jenny Craig or something like that. And yes, Jenny's still alive. I saw Jenny Craig Center a couple of weeks ago. So I passed by and said, that thing's still going. Anyway, Andy Ruiz now, 27-0, a heavyweight out of uh, Imperial, California. Pretty good fighter, 27-0, 18 KOs. They showed some pictures of him, you know, when he's been slimmer. But he wasn't all that slim last night. I don't know why they haven't recorded the weights here. But he knocked out Ray Austin in the fourth round. And i got to give him some props. Ray Austin's not an easy guy to beat. But he beat Ray Austin and they stopped the fight after the fourth round. And it was for the NABF heavyweight title, which is a version uh, for the lower, let's put it with the AAA club, farm club of the WBC. Anyway, this took place in Studio City, California. But Ray Austin, of course, long, long, long in his tooth. Ray Austin was winning in 2004 for Don King back in St. Louis on the Corey Spinks, uh, Corey Spinks, Zab Judah undercard. Remember that? Back in the day, man, that was St. Louis. That was 2004. Hard to believe that was 11 years ago. I remember what, what Don King told me about East St. Louis. Pedro, not even your badass can go to East St. Louis. Don't go to East St. Louis. Stuff happens in East St. Louis. I went to East St. Louis. People pulled a gun on me. Not only a gun, a rifle. <laughs> you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, and for all the troops out there, hey, hey, the American Forces Network. Well, you have to talk to my lawyer on that one. Nicholas Rowley, Courtney Rowley, Dominic Pachota are trial lawyers who deeply care about their clients. The Trial Lawyers for Justice law firm with offices in Des Moines, Waterloo, Decorah, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Chicago, and California. The Trial Lawyers for Justice law firm handles catastrophic personal injury, wrongful death, and medical malpractice cases throughout the country. The Trial Lawyers for Justice firm has won through caring about clients and refusing to settle cheap and believing in the justice system, hundreds of millions of dollars in record-setting jury verdicts and settlements. Injury victims and their families will call 888-811-0844. 888-811-0844. And do it now if you believe you have a case and get the justice you and your family members deserve. Call 888-811-0844. Trial Lawyers for Justice. If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers. Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906. 
Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us. If you want Viagra at the lowest prices, never pay $15 a pill pharmacy price again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 877-663-7126 today and save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 877-663-7126 to take your call now. Call 877-663-7126. That's 877-663-7126. Again, 877-663-7126. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The mighty, mighty horns of the Tower of Power, of course. Tower of Power, the funk band from Oakland, California. They handle our theme music here half for like the better part of 32 years. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking the world of boxing and mixed martial arts. So Tyson Fury, interesting personality, no doubt about that. You know, but how motivated is he to continue to train hard? Things like that? You know, I mean, he said, I'm a fat guy a couple of weeks ago. I'm not really ready for this fight. You know, he beat a fat guy the first time around, and he's fighting a fat guy again and that kind of good stuff. But I think that's all posture. I really do. I think he's going to get his act together. I think he'll he'll be motivated. He'll be focused. I think that Vladimir Klitschko is going to lose for a second time because Vladimir Klitschko, the age of 37, 38, 39, 40, 42, whatever you want to call him, okay, uh, God knows really with those guys from the U.K. No, I'm just kidding. And from U- U- USSR. But, you know, the fact that he's been around so long, 1996, baby, that's a long time. 1996 Olympic gold medalist. That's 20 years ago. Hmm, his time has come and gone. He can't pull the trigger anymore no matter what kind of condition he gets in, no matter what kind of shape he gets in, he can't do it. Much like Frank Mir in the world of mixed martial arts. You are tuned to Ring Clock Live Worldwide or Muhammad Ali against Leon Spinks. Just couldn't pull that trigger, baby. You are tuned to Ring Talk, the longest running fight show in history. Of course, hour number two still to come here on the World on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. Cause I love- 